Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Wow, what a week. I hope that you've all been able to uh, stay safe and secure and uh, not been able to get out much, but uh, that's a good thing for right now. And I just wanted to keep reminding you just those uh, reminders that we are getting from the CDC and everything to continue to wash your hands, uh, try to stay as much as you can uh, just home. And uh, like I said, if you need anything uh, delivered to you, please uh, feel free to... uh, to ask uh, one of us, uh, ask the church, and we have people who are willing to uh, to get out and run and do things. Uh, just a reminder of washing our hands. You know, I've said before, uh, a good friend of mine, Andy Roberts, uh, is one who got me hooked onto this. But you know, uh, just say the Lord's prayer while you wash your hands. It takes about 20 seconds for you to do that. Also takes about 20 seconds if you are remember the doxology to sing the doxology while you uh, wash your hands. Just uh, to make it a part of your uh, spiritual practice during um, this, this season of Lent, the season of, of uh, separation. Um, you know, it, it's kind of funny in a way that this has happened during the season of Lent. The uh, season of Lent is a time of reflection where, where we look at our own humanity and, and we understand that we need a Savior. And that Savior that we know of is Christ our Lord. And I've been waffling back and forth whether or not just to really continue in the uh, Good and Beautiful Life series. And I just felt like it just wasn't, um, it, it wasn't really applicable for where we are right now. You know, those words are always applicable to us, but, you know, when we are here together uh, online and we're in separate homes, it's hard to really think about how to put those things in practice. I think this week was supposed to be um, to, uh, to bless those who curse you. And while that's always a, a good lesson for us to have, and I invite you to read uh, the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew uh, 5 through 7, but I was thinking, you know, what, what words could we bring today that could help us as, as we deal with this, this new world that, that we're in? And I, I was flipping through uh, what's called the lectionary. And if you're not familiar with that, it, it's, it's a group of, of scriptures that, that's set together to where you can read through the entire Bible in a period of about uh, three years. And uh, those lessons are laid out for us on, on Sundays. And uh, today's scripture, all three of them were from, or four of them were from the lectionary. And I thought it was very apropos, if you will, that this Sunday, the first official Sunday that we are separated together, that the 23rd Psalm is a a part of the lectionary. And that really uh, stuck out to me uh, while I was preparing for uh, this morning. You know, uh, there's a theologian that I love to read uh, by the name of Dallas Willard. And he once said that when you pray the 23rd Psalm, 
you'll find that someone is there waiting for you to greet you and guide you. you know, in this time uh, of uncertainty, those words bring me comfort. They know that when I take the opportunity to look and read through the 23rd Psalm, I know that someone is there waiting for me to greet me and to guide me. You know, I, I can think of times in my life where the 23rd Psalm spoke to me, and I knew that God was there in the midst of my situation, times of death, times of separation, times of anxiety, and, and times where I would go to those, those precious words in the 23rd Psalm, I knew that my shepherd, Jesus, was there guiding me. You know, if you think about your life, there are probably two events that, that come to mind, mountaintop highs and then those dark valleys. And sometimes those moments can come to you quicker then you can realize it. I, I think about Elijah and the prophets of Baal in uh, 1 Kings chapter 18. It, the, the story uh, starts out with Elijah being challenged by, by Jezebel, and, and they gather the prophets of Baal together, and they gather Elijah together for, for this big battle on, on whose God will listen and who God, whose God would answer. And, and, and the prophets of Baal, they, they try their best and they fail over and over again to, to have their, uh, their, uh, their offering honored by their God. And then Elijah goes on and has this amazing success where, where God rains down fire, consumes the, the, uh, consumes the offering, consumes the, the, the prophets of Baal. And I can see him sitting there going, this is just awesome. I'm here on the mountaintop. God has, has, has listened to me, and we have victory through this. And then the next thing we know, Jezebel has led, led orders to have Elijah killed. So Elijah runs. And, and he takes off, and, and, and he comes into, from this big high mountaintop moment, into a valley where, where he doesn't know where to go. And then as soon as he gets into this valley and he's being led through the wilderness again, he ends up on God's mountain, Mount Horeb, where he has the opportunity to see God again. A mountaintop followed by a valley, and then another mountaintop. You know, my friends, we need to remember that sometimes, or really all the times, the valley is necessary. We, we must take time to go through the valleys. You know, sometimes uh, things, uh, dangerous things can grow from our valley experiences, but also one of the things that we know from the life of a shepherd that sometimes the best sorts of nutrition, the steady passage, fresh water, all of those things can be found within the valley. So maybe what God I is calling us to do right now is to really hold on to those sources that, that we can grab a hold of while we are here in this valley. 
You know, sometimes our greatest moments comes in the midst of the greatest trials in our lives. See, that's why this point in our life is something that we need to make sure that we are paying attention. That, that we're, we're paying attention to what, to what leaders are telling us to do, but we also take time and stop and pay attention to what it is that God may be trying to tell us through this valley time. <laughs> the passage of the 23rd Psalm reminds us that uh, the shepherd that goes along with the people that have a rod and a staff. And th those two things hold two important aspects for us. They protect and they comfort. The rod was about a two to four uh, foot uh, piece of wood that the shepherd would use to, to, to hit off or, or to ward off enemies that would try to, to eat uh, the sheep or try to, to mangle or kill the sheep. But then I think the rod, the, the, the staff is the, the part that reminds me of, of how God gives us this comfort and this peace. See, the staff was used for many different ways, whether to help a, a sheep get unstuck from a, a bush. But I think this image of the staff really reminds me of what it is that God is doing around us. That when at birth, the shepherd would use the crook of the staff to lift the newborn lamb to the mother so that the, shepherd, so that the shepherd's scent wouldn't get on the new lamb and the sheep would then reject the young. See, all of these things that, that we may think we're, are, are there to, to harm us or, or to make us to feel like we're not connected are there for us to remember that our shepherd is there always to guide us and to lead us. And it's always important to remember that Jesus is our shepherd. He reminds us in John chapter 10, verses 14 and 15, these words, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, I give up my life for the sheep. So my friends, we remember that Jesus, our shepherd, will always search for us. No matter where we are, no matter what home we may be stuck in, no matter what the situation of life that we have going on around us, Jesus is always searching for us. We also know that he knows us. He knows us. He cares for us. He loves us. And my friends, the important thing for us to know is that we know him. We, we know his call into our lives, and we know that as he guides us and leads us, we take time to listen, to hear, and to understand. So I don't have the normal uh, prayer, spiritual exercises for you uh, this week uh, that we have normally during uh, the season of Lent, but I have a different exercise. We uh, shared in the... King James Version of the 23rd Psalm at the beginning of this service, but I want to challenge you this week to share with one another the words from the 23rd Psalm. You can use this in a, a call and a response uh, feeling with, with your family, but also you can use this as a way as to, to pray and to allow God to guide and lead you during 
this particular time. So I want to uh, invite you to practice with me. I will read the uh, lighter print words, and I invite you to respond in the bold words. And uh, take time to do this with your family during this week. So let us share in the 23rd Psalm again. The Lord is my shepherd. I, I lack, lack nothing. nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He, he leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness. For his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me. In the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let us pray. O oh God, you give us scripture to remind us of your love for us. You give us these words so that we can uh, take them into our lives and into our hearts. So when we come in, in moments of, of uncertainty, moments of, of disaster, moments of just separatedness, it helps us to know that you are there. So God, we pray that as we continue in this season of separation, that we use those words from the 23rd Psalm to know that you are there in the midst of this valley, in the midst of trial and, and, and turbulation, in the midst of knowing that we, uh, we don't know. So God, bless this time. Help us to draw closer to you. And as best as we can, help us to continue to draw close to one another. So we pray this in the name of the one who loves us and cares for us, Jesus our Lord. Amen.